Are you ready for the end of the world? Mwahaha. I like laughing at the end of the world. That's how I roll. People don't understand our promo. It's like, I mean, we talk about gloom and doom and the end of the world all the time. And our show did start in 99 right before Y2K. Yeah, which was the end of the world as we know it. But I feel And then we had 2012 and now we have climate change. And what was the other one? The mosquito thing? Yeah. You know, there's like like every year there's another end of the world. Yeah, what's the plural of apocalypse? We've survived many apocalypses. Um, humanity. Yeah, <laughs> the plural of apocalypse. Humanity is, is the humanity. plural. Yeah. So, um, this <clears throat> is your community spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. This is Orda Energy Mon, and this is Tree Song, and we're here to talk about how climate is going to kill a well not all of us <laughs> just the most vulnerable people yeah only the most vulnerable you know because climate change is like nice like that yeah they're just going to go after the um weak climate impact predicted to cause f- half a million or five hundred thousand extra deaths in 2050 this is via rotor reuters rotors Via rotor. Ro- <laughs> it's like I just corrected <laughs> myself. You're correcting yourself, correcting yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh, climate change could cause significant changes to global diets, leading to more than a half a million extra deaths in 2050 from illnesses such as stroke, cancer, and heart disease, experts said on Wednesday. As extreme weather... So, so, now, I was thinking it would just like because of weather. Yeah, because of weather. Yeah, this is... Yeah, all of these studies, I really wonder what would happen if you added all of these studies together, because these are just the deaths that will be caused by malnutrition, which includes literally not eating your veggies. You know, if you get enough calories, but you don't eat your veggies, you're going to die sooner. <laughs> so they're talking about the the increases in, you know, food availability would be cut by a third by 2050, and therefore people will have less food available per person per day. Climate change would also lead to a 4% reduction in the consumption of fruit and vegetables, along with a 0.7% drop in the amount of red meat consumed. Now, um, reduction in fruit and vegetables is definitely not good for your health. Yeah, reduction in meat could be. (laughs) Reduced consumption of fruit and vegetables could cause twice as many deaths as undernutrition by 2050. So it's not like you're starving to death. It's you're not getting enough nutrition. Yeah. And that's which really, starves, you know, it's another way of starving. Yeah, it's like a slower starvation. I really was food for thought for me because, you know, I don't always eat my veggies. And the U.S., it's one of the big flaws in the standard American diet is not eating enough fruits and veggies. Well, I think here we are obese because we don't eat enough nutrition. Yeah. We keep if eating. that makes sense. Yeah. We overeat trying to get enough nutrition. Yeah. And so... I mean, that's that's why they say eat salad, because then you get nutrition and therefore it's not that it has, um, you know, less calories as much, in my opinion, as much as more nutrition. Yeah. So these changes could be responsible for around 529,000 extra deaths in 2050 compared to a future without climate change, you know, so part of it um is the local food movement, right? Yeah. I mean, if you can grow your own food, you don't have to rely on someone growing it somewhere else. 
but more so you but i mean if if the weather goes all crazy you can't even grow it locally yeah well so. you can also start planning now for uh that's why they do, are starting to do research on regional effects of climate change because then you can say oh you know if if the midwest or the region that we live in is experiencing xyz effects from climate change then we can start growing foods that are more compatible with that well that was like the year we had like months of no rain it was like a super drought condition yeah my like i usually plant about 50 tomato plants over the course of the summer like 10 about i don't know about every week and a half two weeks i plant another five or ten plants and the only ones who survived and each of those groups of plants were a different type of tomato yeah you know in the spring i plant the ones that are you know early they can handle the cold etc the ones in the fall the ones that can handle the heat the only one of those tomatoes that survived were some seeds i had gotten from israel Hmm. they were actually rocky tomato seeds yeah and they were the only ones who handled because it was just like i was afraid to water them because i had actually read I, some of them I would water and they would burst. Yeah, because it's too much water. Too much water and they would overheat and 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 pop. And then um, and so the only tomatoes that actually made any significant amount of tomatoes because of the just absolute super dry temperature was those tomatoes from Iraq. Yeah. And so there are types of tomatoes that are designed for you know, that kind of weather. But if you don't know what the weather's going to be like. Yeah, then you're out of luck. <laughs> All right, so uh, speaking of out of luck, here's another, our latest story. Uh, New York lost billions with fossil fuel investments. So investing in fossil fuels is becoming a liability, not only for the planet, but for the portfolio too. The industry garnered a staggering... $5 billion loss for the New York State... That's com- with a B, right? Yeah, billion, not million. As in big millions. <laughs> yeah, big millions. It's billions. $5 billion loss. This is for the New York State Common Retirement Fund over three years. This is according to an analyst estimate from the investment research firm Corporate Knights. The state's $189.4 billion pension fund. Well, that's a big pension fund. Well, it is the third largest in the country. Yeah. It covers 1.1 million members across the state. So just to put it in like a personal number, that equates to $4,500 per person. Yeah. So in order to measure what sort of impact Fossil Fuel Holdings was having on their portfolio, Corporate Knights, the 100 biggest company that the fund has shared in, of these, the biggest fossil fuel companies, including coal utilities, were removed. Using data about the performance of the top 100 public coal companies provided by the fossil-free indexes, the fund was then analyzed for how it would fare without those fossil fuel stocks versus how it fared with them. Quote, Our findings indicate that the fund would have made an extra $5.3 billion over the past three years had it shifted its investments out of fossil fuel stocks into companies providing climate solutions, said Toby Heaps, CEO and founder of Corporate Knights. Yeah. So this is no longer a hypothetical. We used to read stories about, oh, well, maybe if you stay invested in fossil fuels, you'll have some losses. Now this is actual evidence that New York lost billions of dollars by 
not divesting in time. Well, I mean, part of the loss is companies are going bankrupt. Yeah. I mean, part of it is companies are, you know, forcing each other out. But part of it is renewable energy and um, clean natural gas, that's in quotes, Yeah. Um, have become so cheap that it is actually, you know, outpricing the fossil fuel. And yeah. so they are still making tons of money, but it's now being consolidated into fewer and fewer companies. Yeah. And therefore, if you're not invested in the right company, you're going to lose majorly. Yeah. And even the ones that have been considered the right companies, like Peabody, for example. Peabody is also uh, on the verge of bankruptcy, too. So, And they're the, the big dog, you know. <laughs> so apparently it's not as, as lucrative of an industry it's it's on the decline. It makes me wonder too about the Illinois budget crisis. Like one of the things they talk about in Illinois with the budget is pension funds, and you know if we had managed to save a few billion dollars by divesting from fossil fuels, maybe they could do similar modeling for Illinois to see if well, we're. Well, there is the clean energy plan, mm -hmm. and they're talking about that clean energy plan is pretty substantial. It's talking about it's a threefold plan. It's like jobs energy efficiency and renewable energy and it's a very comprehensive and good plan mm -hmm. and there's quite a few um, people who have uh, you know signed on in our legislation to the plan um, but I'm not really super political so I don't know how it's doing but it seems to be doing pretty good yeah because well it's got jobs in it <laughs> and it's it's solid well-paying jobs you know solid as in long term i mean energy efficiency and renewable energy are the only industries that are growing in double digits yeah that i know of i mean yeah so. oh and before we get into the next story we should mention the friendship drive are you a friend of wdbx so we drive by and just pick up friends <laughs> yeah i think that's how it works yeah it's like well i think i mean how many years have we been doing this show over 9,000. What? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I, I was thinking 9,000 Shows, but no. Um, it's been years. It's been over I started a decade. in the summer of 99, and the show had already been going. Um, that being said, hopefully over these years we've picked up some friends. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, you can like our show on Facebook, but that's just like, you know... You're not really voting. Yeah, that's that just way. zeros and ones on a computer. If you, know, you want to show your friendship. I mean, Facebook only allows you to see 5% of what we post anyway. Yeah. So if you would really like to, you know, hear what we talk about and continue to hear what we talk about, say hello. Yes. As in, hello, my friend. <laughs> hello, my friend. Here's a 20 for the friendship. <laughs> yeah. <it's not> what? <laughs> you have to pay me off? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it takes that money. You don't have to pay me off. But you do have to help the station go. Yeah, help the station stay on the air. It's uh, 618-457-3691. Uh, you can also become a friend. at, Or you could be a freeloading friend. I mean, <laughs> I understand. There are those too, that, yeah. You know. But yeah, but, if you like what you're listening to, this show or the other shows, wdbx.org. Wait a second. It's only $20, like, forever? <laughs> yeah, well, $20 for the friendship job. So, I mean, like, I could just take my friend out for a drink or dinner and i would spend that yeah so this is the equivalent of taking wdbx like one time for dinner. one time yeah oh, okay 
Just the one time, and I didn't. So basically, for... to you to stay my friend, I just have to do that once a year, and we'll stay friends. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wait a second. I I spend a lot more than that with my friends. Yeah, because with your friends, you'll do it. You know, maybe once every couple of weeks or something. So. You Man, just... my friends aren't that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> well, there you go. 618-457-3691. Show us that you're a friend of WDBX. And send us a picture. Like, we'd like to see that, yay, you like us. Yeah, your friendship selfies will go up on the selfie wall, and everyone will know you're a friend. So, all right, what we've got coming up next, the climate activists threaten to shut down the world's major coal sites. Climate activists. I mean, they could just wait. They'll go. They're going bankrupt anyway. <laughs> they're going bankrupt anyway. <laughs> just like, yeah, they're not very patient. You know, like oh, it's going to take twenty, thirty, forty years for them to close. The climate activists are like, no, let's like, do it now. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you know we've been trying to get a worldwide climate agreement since you know the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> so climate activists will use direct action to try to shut down major fossil fuel sites across the world in May. Oh, maybe it's for my birthday. So they're actually telling everybody. It's it's like not covert but overt. <laughs> yeah. Direct action. They're like, let's have a party. Let's 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 do a um a coal to soul party. There you go. How about that? <laughs> yeah. So they're uh, it's including the UK's largest open cast coal mines in South Wales. There are a dozen international sites facing disobedience from the Break Free 2016 campaign, and they span the globe from US to Australia. South Africa to Indonesia. I don't think I'd want to go to South Africa or Indonesia to like try to stop a coal mine. <laughs> yeah. At least we have free speech here. You know, you can like, hey. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd want to go to coal country in the U.S. to try to stop a coal That's mine. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it probably wouldn't work here in Southern Illinois either. Yeah, so, well, people do it though. So the the quote from Ellie Groves from Reclaim the Power Network said, Quote, the only way we can stop catastrophic climate change is taking actions to keep fossil fuels in the ground, end quote. Actually, in like, well, in um, renewable energy circles, there was a button that went around that said, save the coal. Yeah. People were like, what? And they were like, keep it in the ground. You know, it was, that was the joke. But the, literally the button just said, save the coal. And then the, the company that was sponsoring the buttons, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's They were funny. a solar manufacturer. Yeah. So save the coal, save it till the end of time. Yeah. <laughs> keep so it in the like, ground. Yeah. Keep it in the ground. That's funny. So, so coal, yeah, coal is the most polluting fossil fuel. Scientists estimate 80% of current reserves must remain in the ground in order to avoid dangerous climate change. I mean, really, honestly, a hundred percent have to stay in the ground to be sure because there's some uncertainty about the exact numbers of when the entire, you know, world is going to collapse because of the warming. Yeah. I'm not willing to give up my electricity. I mean, wait a second. I could go solar. Yeah, you could. I mean, locally here, our electricity all comes from coal. Yeah, well, majority. Well, not all. I have solar. Okay, I keep forgetting. You know, it's yeah. Like, they send a little pie chart in the mail with, and it's like the coal monsters gobbling up the other ones. There's this. Like, most of the pie is a coal piece. It's like it's, a sliver. <laughs> yeah, a sliver of of renewable energy pie. Yeah. <laughs> Someday that may be the reverse. So a statement from Reclaim the Power said, hundreds are expected to set up camp nearby and take part in a, direct, in a mass action to close the mine. The action will take place a few days before the Welsh Assembly elections on May 5th. Yeah. 
So now the Reclaim the Power Network has held annual camps since 2013 and has conducted a series of direct action, including blockading a World Coal Association conference and a fracking company. Um, now this one, this particular coal mine that we're talking about in Wales supplies a power station who actually, whose illegally high levels of pollution have led the European Union to actually take the UK to court. Yeah. So really the activists are just trying to enforce the law. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, basically, part of what, if I remember right, part of what they've done is in, they've taken the power plant and they put it in another country and who has a little bit more lax, you know, pollution control laws. Yeah. So... So we actually, we just got a message from one of our listeners about a uh, related issue, the clean power plan, that there are people who are contacting Governor Honor at 217-782-0244 to talk about the clean power plan and trying to get listening, uh, what are they called, listening sessions to talk about the clean power plan and how to implement it. Well, I mean, it's a simple plan. It's like if you do some renewable energy and energy efficiency it creates a bunch of jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, people need jobs. Yeah. I mean. Really, the only people who are have reason to oppose it are those Peabody people who are facing bankruptcy. You know, everybody else, you can create clean jobs, you can create cleaner air, you can stop the effects of climate change. Do you remember that quote by, uh, wasn't it by Gandhi that said, you know, first they ignore you. Yeah, then first they ignore you. you. Now, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win. Okay, so we're in the fighting part, right? We're in the fighting part because they're fighting against action on climate change. So uh, we're this close to winning. It's going to take sustained action to do it. So here's an interesting story. Milan wants people to pay, wants to pay people to bicycle to work. So to combat air pollution, Milan officials hope to pay commuters to bike instead of drive to work. The system will be based loosely on the French program tested in 2014, which paid employees 25 euro cents for each kilometer they bike to work. That's pretty exciting. I mean, this this is not unusual program. We already do similar programs like this in the U.S. for electricity. So they'll give rebates if you replace your refrigerator or you use less electricity. But I know of no program that looks at, you know, reducing pollution mm. for cars yeah as i mean i know in mexico city what they do is they tax they they fine you if you're driving on a certain day like basically the last number of your license plate one day a week you're not allowed to drive yeah and then if if they have an increased pollution they might up it to two days a week and so you're just like out of luck <laughs> yeah you know those days you are not allowed to drive unless you have two cars i guess just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just swap cars. Get it on the rules. <laughs> just like, because I know I got um, pulled over when I was in Mexico City driving, you know, an American car. The last, and they wanted a big, um, they wanted to find me. And I was just like, I didn't know. Yeah. It's like, you know, ignorance is not. Ignorance is not an excuse. <laughs> just like. <laughs> yeah. So in the French pilot program, 5% of the 10,000 total commuters ended up switching from driving to biking. That's pretty successful, and that encouraged copycat initiatives. So we're starting to run out of time here. We can mention oh. 
this story, but then we got to get into some of the happenings, too. For the first time, solar will be a top new source of grid energy this year. For the first time ever, utility-scale solar projects will add more new capacity to the nation's grid than any other industry this year, the U.S. Energy Information Agency reported on Tuesday. Natural gas and wind energy follow somewhat closely, according to the EIA's, the Energy Information Agency's monthly report, which notes that solar, gas, and wind energy will make up 93% of all new energy. Solar projects will generate about 9.5 gigawatts. I love the word gigawatts. I don't know why. Hmm. And um, natural gas, meanwhile, will add 8 gigawatts, while wind is poised to create 6.8 gigawatts. So there you go. Now, 1 gigawatt is enough to power 700,000 homes. Yeah. So... So that means it's millions of homes worth of energy with that 9.5 gigawatts. And that's the thing is, in the whole, usually utility companies are pro-renewable energy because it's offsetting their increased energy usage. Yeah. There's about a 3 to 4% more energy demand each year. And if, you know, renewable energy are, put, are, are easier and cheaper to put in than any other new capacity. Yeah, and if they don't so, put it in, everything falls apart. <laughs> correct. And so a lot of utilities are for renewable energy, if they're smart, for that particular reason only. Yeah. Then the hard part is to go back and take the stuff that's fossil fuels that they're currently using and then transition that away. Because it's good that the new Most stuff is solar. Most utilities never have got above that 3 or 4%. Yeah. So, I mean, the utilities that are fighting renewable energy are doing it really at their own detriment because if they don't do it in three or four years... They're going to have to build a new power plant, and then there's going to be power outages because nobody wants a new power plant. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really easy. So, All right. So some holidays. Employee Appreciation Day. Hopefully that happens every day. And let's Holy see. Experiment Day. Hmm. Ooh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, not sure what that Saturday one is. Saturday is Multiple Personality Day. Yeah. I didn't know that. But my other personality did. <laughs> there you go. It's also Dentist Day. Oh, this is funny. Dentist Day on Sunday and also National Frozen Food Day. So I guess I'm going to dentist on Monday. So maybe I should tell them that they have it on the wrong day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tuesday is Be Nasty Day. After going to the dentist. <laughs> Just <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. Tuesday um, is also International Working Women's Day. Wednesday is Panic Day. And Thursday is middle name Pride Day. Now, my middle name used to be Patrick before the name changed, but now I don't have a middle name. I'm proud of my middle name, but it's a secret. <laughs> Top secret. <laughs> Just like... A lot of big things going on this month. Uh, social Workers Month is this month. So celebrate all the wonderful social workers out there. They do amazing work. All right. Happenings. Cousin Andy's Coffee House presents tonight. It's March. March 4th. Yes. Today is, isn't there a special day for March 4th? Yes, March 4th into the new year. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) uh, at Church of the Good Shepherd, Cousin Andy's presents Mark Stewart, a folk Americana singer-songwriter extraordinaire. That's 7.30 tonight. Yes. Also coming up, well, we have the 
we should mention again the Friendship Drive. The Friendship Drive is going on right now. Give us a call at 618-457-3691 to show your friendship for WDBX. Well, and, us too. I mean, come on. Us, you're us listening too. to us. If you're our friends and you're listening to us, then yeah. $20 to the station helps keep it on the air. You can also go to WDBX.org. And that $20 isn't a random number. It means 20 years. Yeah. yeah. 20 years. Can you imagine doing anything for 20 years? Yeah. I don't know. I've been doing this show for 17 so I'm close. Getting yeah. close. I haven't even lived in this town 20 years. Not yet. Wait until August, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, on Saturday is the Carbondale Community Farmer's Market. Um, this time of the year, there's lots of greens and mushrooms and goodness. Meet the faces of agriculture and get the tastes of all Southern Illinois has to offer. Carbondale Community Farmer's Market at the Carbondale Community High School. Be part of the community. I ran out of st- stuff to say about community. Ah, my fifth is the <laughs> got community. <laughs> so um, Saturdays nine till noon. Also coming up on Saturday, the vigil for peace and justice. This month's theme is end the Illinois budget crisis. That's a very important theme. Important enough that I'm probably going to make it out there. So there you go. It's Saturday at noon at the corner of uh, uh, fifty-one and thirteen. It's the monthly vigil for peace and justice. And this budget crisis affects so many things. There's so many cuts going on. You know, it's if we don't find solutions for this, everything's going to shut down. As some people know, I last September became a big in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. And on on Tuesday, I got a call from that the case manager had just said that they closed the program. And so they actually called me right after being fired and I was like, "Man, that, t- that it's like you should be like you know, w- worried about yourself, but they were worried that we would hear about it from the public before we heard about it from them. Yeah. So that was really good. Um, I don't know what will happen. Yeah. That was a really good program. It's a really good program. Hopefully they can. I mean, they spent a lot of time it. helping me find a good match. So. Yeah. It's another example, though, of just bickering in Springfield, you know, things that have many possible solutions out there but they would just rather fight about it and everybody in the local community suffers the consequences so saturday at noon people as many people as can are getting together to show their dissatisfaction with the situation and call for an end to the illinois budget crisis on sunday morning at seven thirty, the labyrinth walk this is in the labyrinth peace park just north of gaia house at 913 south illinois avenue this is a time to pray and meditate and recreate information at ourguyhouse.org slash labyrinth. Next Tuesday, a global perspective on education for women and girls. Next Tuesday, 7 to 8.30 p.m. at the SIU Faculty House, 810 South Elizabeth Street. If we've announced anything on this show and you would like to get more information about it, we do have a direct email, info at yourcommunityspirit.org. We are on every week. Your Community Spirit has been on the air since 1999, and we would like you to, hey, give us a call, 457-3691. Tell us what you think of our show and be our friend. Yes, be our friend. Show your friendship for WDBX and your community spirit. So I believe that's all the time we have this week. Hope you are 
found this as exciting and informative as we did. I'm looking forward to the good weather coming up. It's going to get warmer. <laughs> it's finally going to be spring. And then we can start complaining about how hot it is. <laughs> yeah. Like... Give it a couple weeks. We'll complain about the heat. Yeah, all right. See you next week.